Hello, guys. Welcome out to the Marking Out Network. I am Neil Thomas here with the extremely talented, extremely charming, young up-and-comer professional wrestling superstar, Brittany Brooks out of Phoenix, Arizona, the Arizona Wrestling Federation. Thank you for coming on the show. I greatly appreciate it. I think I know you're very busy. You have an extremely <laughs> busy schedule for thanks for coming on. And I we're more than grateful having you here. Thank you very much. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. I, I really appreciate that you guys reached out to me. Oh, okay. Yeah, of, of course. I we appreciate you coming on the show. I know you you had a really busy weekend. You were all over. You were in Texas, I believe. You were in uh, Utah, but California over the weekend. Yeah, Is that correct? It was Vegas, Utah, California. Vegas, Utah, California. Okay, <laughs> yeah, there you go. But uh, I mean, yeah, it's it's. I mean, you have an extremely busy schedule, and I can only imagine being a professional wrestler traveling from city to city, doing what you're doing. It's got to be very exhausting. It's very time consuming, but. I know it's all worth it in the end, 100%. Yeah, so I've been traveling for the past few months. Like, for a long time there, I was underage, so I couldn't go to a lot of places. Yes, And yes. now that I'm, like, 18, I can finally, like, wrestle a lot of places. And it's just, like, it's so much better because, like, I used to be so upset if I, like, I would wrestle a show, like, once a month. And now I'm wrestling, like, three times a week, and which is, like, so shocking to me. And I just, like, I wouldn't trade it for the world because I – I remember the feeling of like being like, oh, like nobody, nobody wants to book me. Like I was just yeah. so upset. And I was like, you know what? Like the second when I came back from my injury, I was 18. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to I'm just going to I realized that I can't just sit there and wait for people to come to me. I have to chase it. So I literally send out like, you know, my stuff to every single company I come across. Well, and just like sometimes I get left on red. Sometimes I get to be the main event of the show. So it kind of just like it, it can only help if I'm reaching out to all these places. So, and it's just, it's been the most fun the past few months traveling everywhere. I know you, um, you're coming off an injury with your ACL and your meniscus. And now it's like, you know, you're, when you're, when you're put on the shelf for a really long time, I know it's very disheartening. I've suffered an injury too, and you can't work, you can't get out there. You can't put your name out there. It's gotta be very disheartening too, at, at a certain point, because you, you reach a really low point and you're like, man, am I ever going to come back? Am I ever going to get to wrestle again? And you feel like you're missing opportunities um, when it comes to that kind of thing. And I understand that because I've had an injury and it's it could be very disheartening. But I know you're you're back 100 percent now. You you put your you know, you're you're going all out right now. And it, it's really great to see. And um, the one question I had that I was the first question I wrote down for for this <laughs> interview was. The reason I mentioned Texas, because it was something that it was it came up. And so before we get to the hard hitting questions, like really in-depth stuff, I have to know how was wrestling at a pizza hut in Borger, <laughs> Texas for motivate pro wrestling? How was that? What was that experience like? Did you know going into the venue? How was that going to be? Did you know what was going to happen or what was what was the deal with that? So I originally had a show for the first ever. It was that's the that's the name of the promotion. And it's in Texas. It's in San Antonio, Texas. Um, I was scheduled to fly in and go to that show that weekend. And I got a message 
And they were like, we're canceling the show. Like the promoter needs to get surgery. And I was like, okay. So I was like upset. Cause I was like, okay, well now my booking for that week got canceled. And I remember mm-hmm. I turned down some other bookings that I could have done. So I was trying to figure out which ones to do. I couldn't figure it out. And I was like, I don't know which ones like reached out to me for this day. So then I was at practice and SOS was like, Hey, like I'm going to the show on, on Saturday. Do you want to come with me? She's like, it's a 10 hour drive. And I was like, uh, but she's like, it'll be fun. Like you could just tag along that way you have a show to go to or something to do. And I was like, you know what? Okay. So I reached out to the promoter, asked him if he had any availability on his show. And he was like, we could just add you to the women's match. So they added me to the women's match and I wasn't really like paying attention. Like I had never like worked for the company before. I'd never even like, like I didn't, I wasn't really aware of them before like reaching out to them for the first time. So I was just like, okay, whatever. Like, so we'll go. So we go and we are driving and we finally get there after 10 hours. And I'm just like, where's the ring at? <laughs> and we're in like a pizza hut parking lot and they're setting up the ring. And I was like, we're wrestling at a pizza hut, huh? And like, we go inside and like half of the room is like sectioned off for the locker room. <laughs> I just start laughing. And then our entrance way is like the doorway of the pizza. Hut. It was just the funniest <laughs> thing ever. I thought it was hilarious. Like I, it was so funny. Cause like, Recently, I've been wrestling a lot more in, like, just different settings, like, super professional settings, super, like, like, super, like, focused, like, everybody is, like, super serious. Mm -hmm. It's, like, the fact that I got to kind of just, like, relax and be, like, I'm wrestling at a Pizza Hut. Um, The crowd was a little difficult, but we made it work for what it was, and it was a good show. Like, I had fun. Um, I just... (laughs) like I feel like that's the epitome of like I hope to be at a point somewhere in my career where I can look back and see like I wrestled at a pizza hut once and now I'm like you know signed to AEW or WWE like or impact like but one one day I wrestled at a pizza hut like that's just kind of really funny because you always hear about that's incredible to 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 learn about that and I was like because I saw the pictures on Facebook I'm like, man, Brittany Brooks wrestled at a Pizza Hut, and I kind of saw a pro. Was there a lot of people in the crowd? I really couldn't tell. It was like 20 people, 30 people. How many people um, were in the crowd? It wasn't a lot. Um, I'm. Pr- it was probably like 20 to 30 people. Okay. They were hoping like that having it there. I think what happened was is their normal venue. It was like a. They're normally like at an arena with like a dome and everything, and like they get like really big crowds. And I think the venue canceled on them like super close to coming up, so they had to move it. And just a lot of people weren't aware of the move, so it was like it was kind of hard. And so their hope of having it there was like people on the street would see, and then they'd be like, "Oh, what's that? Like, like we should stop, go watch the show." But yeah, no, it was it was interesting. Like, um, I just I think it was funny because you always hear about like like stars like WWE stars or AEW stars they're always like yeah like I used to wrestle in bingo halls yep. and like one day I'm gonna be like yeah I used to wrestle at a pizza hut that's, that's <laughs> an incredible story now did you get obviously everybody wants to know did you get free pizza and breadsticks we did we got there free pizza go. and when I first got there though I bought chicken because I hadn't eaten in 10 hours so I was like <laughs> I'm gonna buy some chicken yeah. to like before the show before like because I cannot eat before a show like it's really hard but like recently with traveling far out like I'm like okay I need to eat something or I'm gonna be starving and I'm gonna just like my energy is gonna go down so I was like okay I need food so I bought chicken but then after the show there was just a ton of pizzas so we oh, got to eat the free pizza. <laughs> 
that, no, that's great. That's that's a great story. So 10 years from now, 20 years from now, you can reminisce about that story. And it's it's one of those things that really stand out. And I think it was is really fascinating, too. And um, I'm sorry, did you win the match, by the way? I, I really don't know. Did you? I did not. SOS okay. won it. It was their first ever okay. women's championship match. So that was like the debut of their championship. Okay. So. Oh, that's great. That's great. That's uh, one of those stories that you're going to remember forever. Now, when it comes to your beginnings as a professional wrestler, I know that you were the Arizona Wrestling Federation champion at 16 years old. Now, at 16 years old, I wasn't winning championships. I don't even, it was so far long ago. I don't even remember what I was doing when I was 16 years old. It sure wasn't winning championships and titles and being a professional wrestler. Now, I know you talked about this previously, but I, I kind of want to know a little more in depth about when you were 16 and everything's happening really fast in professional wrestling. You just started training and you were just getting going. How did it feel like the moment when you became a champion? Did it feel like a dream? Was it surreal? Did it soak in? Um, were you nervous, excited, all the emotions in between? How did it actually feel when you're holding up that championship belt? Like, I'm living the dream, and this is something I want to achieve not only now, but later on a bigger, grander, more elaborate scale. So I felt very like unworthy and I still feel like I didn't deserve to win. Like I felt like, I feel like I need to earn everything in this life. Like whether it's, you know, anything in life, like um, my college and high school graduation, I'm about to graduate. And I'm like, I feel like I genuinely earned that. So I'm just ready for it. But like there's at that point, I feel like I didn't earn it yet. And I, I look back and I was like, I was absolutely honored and just so happy. But also I feel like I didn't deserve it because I, I wasn't training for as long as the girls that, you know, were also in the match. And I wasn't like, I feel like performing my best in matches. And now I feel like it's very different because now I feel like I'm starting to earn everything that I'm getting. And that's like, that's big for me because I never want to get handed anything. I don't care if I have to uphill battle for years, I want to earn it. And I don't want like to just, you know, like be handed a title. And I don't, I don't think I was exactly handed a title. It was just like, I was still so new, so inexperienced. So didn't know what was going on. Um, and that match, like, I was like, ah, oh, like, I just felt like I was just, you know, it's little, I mean, I still deal with that, like where I feel like I'm still like a little kid, especially because I'm like, when I'm 18, but I'm still so much younger than all the people that I'm going against and so much newer most of the time. So it's just like, I don't want to like, I feel like I don't deserve it because it's like these people have been wrestling for years, like they should be a champion. But I don't know, I still, it still meant the world to me. It was still super surreal, like holding up the title. Like I have a picture, it was my profile picture. And I think it's still the profile picture on my YouTube channel. But um, it's just like, I always look at that picture and I'm like, dude, like, how is this real? But yeah, I don't know. It's like a mixture of things for sure. No, it, it's quite an accomplishment. And I mean, kudos to you for achieving such a, a great thing so early on, because you figure, you know, you said that you feel like you didn't deserve it, but I think maybe the people that you're around and that your trainers and all your support uh, system around you probably felt like maybe, you know, you are deserving of a championship. You are worthy enough. And that's really my, my next question that I wanted to touch on too. It says um, that because you do have a strong support system 
And you do have people motivating you to achieve your dreams and to achieve, you know, your goals in life. How important is that support system around you to kind of motivate you, say when you're down and maybe not feeling up to going to a show? Like how important is that for you to get, you know, pushed a little forward and and people around you kind of motivating you in your life? It helps me a lot. Like a lot of my friends from school, they're always just so like, so supportive. They always ask me like, where are you going this weekend? Like, what are you doing? Like um, when I told them I was doing three shows in three States, they all thought it was crazy. And then I came yeah. to school this morning cause I got back at like 2 AM this morning. And then I went to school at 8 AM. So it was like, everybody was like, are you okay? And I was just drinking my Celsius. Like, yeah, guys, I'm okay. <laughs> my whole body hurts. I'm still going to go to training tonight. But um, no, like that support system is really helpful because it's just like, it shows that people believe in me and care about me, even when I feel like I don't believe in myself. And I have gotten a lot better with like my confidence and stuff. Because like I said, like I, I started this as a kid and like, there's so much growing up that I have done like around this, but also just like at a personal level, like aside from wrestling, I've learned so much about myself and that I owe a lot of that to my coach because he just keeps pushing me and he doesn't ever let me think that things are good enough. And that's just like how I, my brain automatically works. Like I will never think that like things are good enough. Like I always want to stay hungry, get better, do better in every single aspect. And my coach has been extremely helpful with that and just like supportive overall. No, that's, that's great. And actually, I wanted to touch on it. It's funny, too, because you mentioned your coach. And um, you said something that was very interesting before. You mentioned that your coach obviously is a big influence on you, not only when it comes to your training as a wrestler, but kind of gives you an introspective look at yourself and who you are as a person. Now, how my next question is, how crucial is it for you to know yourself outside of the ring in order to translate to the person we see inside of the ring? It's so important. Like, I still feel like I don't fully know myself because there's been a lot of situations that I haven't been put in that like normal kids do. Like, for example, like I'm missing my prom this year because I want to go to a show. And like, I go to a high school where it's like you go to high school and college at the same time. So I don't have like those normal high school experiences, like going to football. Like I've never been to a football game in my life. Um, everything is so centered around like school and stuff. So like that is different. And then the fact that I'm doing a professional sport where it's like, I'm around adults constantly, that's different. And so like, I feel like I've been in adult settings since I was like 13 years old. So like not having those, like, I guess, classic, like teenager moments has made me feel this sometimes, like I haven't developed my personality fully, but then I realized it's actually part of my personality to be like mature and to be in these adult settings and to just like, I mean, cause when I tell people like, oh yeah, like I'm doing a podcast today and they're like a podcast, like, are you crazy? And I'm like, no, like, it's just, <laughs> it's normal. Like I, I don't do things that normal people my age do. And it's kind of just been like that. I mean, when I was a kid, like I did jujitsu and there was like very few kids that like do jujitsu. Now it's more common, but like, I was always the only one in my class that like, like I'm at my school that loved it. And like, I was just always like when I was a wrestling fan too, like it was so not a normal thing. Like I would go to the shows when they came and like, obviously there's kids, but a lot of the fan base is like older, like 20, 30 year olds. Cause they watched it as a kid. So it's just like a lot of the times I'm just around these adult settings. And so really developing my personality is so, so crucial. And 
like becoming my own person aside from my parents and just growing up and like knowing that like it's my life so I can do things the way that I want to that's been like crazy eye-opening recently do you feel like you've missed out growing up as like a normal normal child or a kid I mean sometimes but at the same time too it's just like I don't want to do anything else like it's my choice to like not go to my prom like this week or this year has been like where I'm like choosing wrestling over everything like I'm wearing my hoodie wrestling over everything because it's true like I have missed birthday parties I'm the NHS president at my school and I have to miss our induction ceremony because I'm going to a show on Friday um I'm missing my prom this year um it just like to me wrestling is the most important thing in my life and like yes school matters and I do want to finish and I want to graduate and I'm like but I'm definitely getting that senioritis right now um but I feel like I've missed out a little bit but at the end of the day I think it's worth it because right now like being young and getting better at this at my age is absolutely crucial. I think if I ever want to make it, like I need to be the best. I need to get my name out there as much as possible right now, because right now the young talent is hot. Yes, like it is. you see yep. Billy Starks, you see Nick Wayne, um, you see um, Bodie. They're all just so young and killing it. Mia Friday, like right now it's the younger generation yep. and like being a wrestler at such a young age, I feel like now's the time to capitalize it on as much as possible because my goal is to be signed by like 22, 23 years old and doing all as much as I can right now to just get to that level is so important to me. So I'm like, okay, well, if I have to miss my prom, like it's okay. I went last year. Cause last year I had a torn ACL. I, I was going to miss my prom last year too, but I, my ACL was torn last year. So I went to prom, you know, I had that experience. I mean, how many people, for example, like my high school graduation is literally a double or nothing weekend. So I'm going to go to Vegas. I'm going to go to Vegas for like some days. And then I have to drive back Friday night to go to my high school graduation Saturday morning. So then go to a show in Arizona Saturday night. Like who can say that they were in Vegas like all week leading up to their high school graduation and then wrestling a show on the day of their high school graduation? Like not a lot of people could say that. So I just think it's really cool and I miss some stuff, but at the same time, wrestling is more important to me. So obviously because you, you need to make those sacrifices. I think if you truly want something, you want to have a goal in life. Yes. The things that you're doing now are important, but you have to sacrifice for the greater good. And you're actually doing that right now. And that's extremely important. I wish a lot of other people had that mindset too, because you you're going that extra mile. You're going that extra step. You're not putting it off right now because you have a soul focus in mind and you, and you, to me, you're doing the right thing. And it's fantastic to hear. And I feel like more people need to have that kind of mindset. And so I did want to touch on this too, because this is another uh, interesting part that I came across on. So I know you're on AW Dark, obviously. Everybody already knows that in the six-woman tag match. Now, you were in the Footprint Center, right? Um, you said, I think you mentioned you were like 20-something WWE shows over, you know, the course of your life. So it's been, you know, you were there a lot. Now, to me, if I go in a venue and I'm watching the show and then eventually I become part of the show, it has to be like a surreal experience. Now, did you plan any plan differently going into this match like like you normally would how was your mindset were you starstruck like what was your like general emotions going into this knowing that thousands of people potentially even millions of people are going to watch you online 
Oh yeah, that was like so so nerve wracking for me. Um, just like because at first we didn't know like who would be booked on like in the matches. So like once I found out, I was like, oh my god, like. I was freaking out. The fact that like there's so many people watching me like in that moment and then it was televised and like I was just in in the arena that I went to so many times. That was the most rewarding thing ever. And it was also the most motivating thing ever. Like I don't want this to be my only my only time. Like I want it just made me more hungry to be like signed and then, you know, like have that experience of flying into Arizona and getting to wrestle in the footprint center and main eventing in the footprint center. Like that is what, like that match motivated me so much. Cause it's like, I want to get better. I want to be signed. I want to be doing this and I want to be like the main attraction of the show. So like that, that was just, it was really surreal. And I just, I look forward to going back there one day and just like main eventing. I, I did watch the match. I thought you sold really well, to be honest. I thought you did really well. And I found myself, and I think probably a lot of others, like my attention was like drawn to you because you you have a certain way that you carry yourself. You make whatever you're doing in the ring very believable. It's like, wow, man, she got hit really hard. I'm buying into it. And that's important when you're a professional wrestler. Like I want to buy what you're selling. And that's what I think what you're doing is, is, is like spot on right now. And I think it's, it's a tremendous thing. And I know I would have been extremely nervous, but you handle it very well. And that's like, congratulations to you for doing that. And hopefully you're going to appear on AEW dark many more times, dark elevation, dynamite rampage, Monday night, raw smackdown, wherever you're going to be. I hope it's going to be great. And I think it's going to be, uh, it's going to be fantastic for you. Um, it, <laughs> I can only imagine wrestling in front of those many people, but I would have been extremely, extremely nervous, but you seem to handle it very well. Um, Thank you so much. No, you did. Um, so now this past weekend, you were at, you did numerous shows. I think you were at, obviously you're Motivate Pro Wrestling. You're at Future Stars of Wrestling Promotion in Las Vegas. You're at Dive Wrestling. And now I wanted to talk about this too. Um, now, are you officially signed to Capital Championship Wrestling? Or is it like a tentative agreement or or what is that? Is the all women's promotion? Yeah, so I believe it's it's like I agreed to a certain amount of shows there. Okay. So I'll be there. I, I don't fully know like where all of them are going to be at, but I know it's going to be in places that I've never wrestled before. So it's like, I know one of them is in Minnesota, like maybe Ohio, I could be wrong, but as I get closer, I'll announce it and talk about it more. Um, but no, so like, yeah, I agreed to do like some shows with them and I'm so excited because it's all places I've never wrestled before with all the women on the roster. I've never like wrestled any of them. So I'm so looking forward to it and like just growing, growing Brittany Brooks, because right now the West coast is getting a taste of Brittany, but (laughs) The East Coast and like all that other side of the, the big country, other side of the map doesn't yeah. know who I am. So I got to make them know who I am. Oh, uh, the Capital Wrestling, uh, Capital Championship Wrestling, that's out of Delaware, isn't it? So that's like as far east as you yeah, can go. Yeah, it's far. <laughs> yeah. So no, you obviously you're going to make your your home here, uh, there in Arizona, work your way up through the Vegas and in the California, but it's a big country. So obviously, I mean, I was looking at the roster of capital champ, uh, championship wrestling. It was kind of like a who's who of talent. It was like Billy Starks, uh, uh, Kylan King, uh, was it Steph, uh, Delander. It was, uh, I, I thought I even saw Willow Nightingale. It was yeah. a lot of, lot of, lot of high, t- talent, talented people that you figure, man, this is like, 
a great opportunity for you. And hopefully these shows that are going to happen down the line are going to, obviously you're going to get booked for them. And you're going to show what actually you're capable of too. And that was kind of my next question where I wanted to go with this is I know you said your dream match is Charlotte Flair, correct? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Charlotte Flair. So Charlotte Flair, if you're listening, don't retire before you face Brittany Brooks. Obviously that's going to be extremely important. Um, see, see what you guys can create in the ring. Now, who, who would be on your radar right now, besides Charlotte Flair, who's somebody that you figure, man, we can create magic. We can create a really good match. Who's somebody right now that you could be like, I want to wrestle them at this very moment. Who's somebody that you're kind of have, you have your eyes on. Two, actually, I really want to wrestle Billy Starks and I really want to wrestle Brooke Havoc. They're Ah, both just incredible. And Brooke, I met her a couple, couple months ago at South Bay, but I have been watching her like for months now. And I'm like, this girl is so cool. And then Billy, like I've been watching her for months as well. And I'm just like, this girl, she's blowing up and they're both just so talented and they're both like so good at what they do and just so kind. And they they're working their butts off. Like I always ask them for advice. Like, how do you like talk to like promoters and like all this type of stuff. And they're just so helpful and just so willing to just like give me advice and like help me get out there more. And I just, I really want to wrestle them. That'd be so much fun. Uh, I think it'd be great. Billy Starks. Like you mentioned her, man. She just uh, got signed to AW and she's, she's doing tremendous, but I think you guys, if you guys ever do lock up, it'll be, Definitely a match that people would want to see and who knows when it's going to happen, but it's going to happen inevitably. It's going to happen, you know, in time. So I, I wouldn't worry too much about that. Um, and you mentioned Brooke, Brooke Havoc too, which is, who's really good. And now I did have this question too. So where do you see, it's kind of like a general question. Where do you see, I know women's wrestling has progressed a lot in the last 10 years, 15 years, even the last five years. Where do you see women's professional wrestling now? Where do you see it five years from now? And then where do you see it 10 years from now in the evolution of women's wrestling? Where do you see it going and progressing? I think it's only going up from here. Like the women are talented and they're working so hard to get on the, not that they're not on the level of the guys, but like for the longest time, it was kind of the typical thing, like to where they were only like hired because of their looks and the like they were never really taught how to wrestle and now it's like there's stars out there and the, like the women are just stepping up to the plate and putting on incredible matches doing incredible things creating and developing incredible characters and it's just like I think it's only going to go up like in five years I think that there's I would hope in the next like five to 10 years, there's going to be a major, like all women's promotion. And there's a few out there, like on the indies, but like, and even like, wow, that's, I think, wow, is going to like turn into a huge thing. Like it's already pretty big, but I would love to see wow, like streamed on like a national, like national television. That would be incredible. And I just think it's only going up. Like the women are, they're stepping up to the plate. And I think it's only, only going to be in time it'll just blow up. Yeah. Because um, my friend and I, we talk about, honestly, we talk about women's wrestling more than the guys, because sometimes I think the guys can get complacent and it's, you see the same stuff over and over again with women's wrestling. I feel like you have to be um, obviously you have to be talented, but you have to be creative and you have to 
the presentation when it comes to women's wrestling, I think is sometimes much better. Um, the rivalries are much better. And I just find myself more interested, more invested in women's wrestling sometimes. And I think that's good. And being that you are so young, you are so willing to learn, you are so driven and determined as you know, your career uh, progresses, it's the women's division, whether what you're in this indie promotion or AW or WWE, um, you have a good mindset and you have a good, like they say, head on your shoulders. And with that mindset, the women's division and is only going to progress further, progress further, and it's only going to get better. And I could see that in you, and I could tell that you care about it, and you compare, you can, uh, you can, uh, you care about professional wrestling, and you want to succeed and push it forward and progress it until you know, till you retire. And it, it's really good to see. And I, and I appreciate that from, because I could see your enthusiasm when it comes to this. And I know how much you love wrestling and it's really great to see. I wish there was more talented, young upstart wrestlers that had that same mind frame. And it's, it's really good to see. Oh, thank you so much. That's pretty much uh, an elongated. Thank you. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yes. So now you are obviously extremely busy and now so i'm gonna tell you this um i'm gonna have a few random questions for you you could just give me names i'm gonna ask you two names and which one which ones you prefer okay okay something quick all right okay the rock stone cold steve austin the rock okay Shawn michaels <laughs> or bret hart Shawn michaels <laughs> okay that was quick <laughs> okay. Uh, how about uh how about this one? Edge or Christian? Edge. Edge. Okay. What about Kurt Angle? Brian Danielson. Yeah, Brian Danielson. Okay. Trish Stratus or Lita? <laughs> Trish. Trish. Becky or Mercedes Monet? Oh, that was hard. Um, we'll do uh, Becky. <laughs> okay. I was going to say Charlotte Flair or Bailey, but I already know what you're going to answer. Charlotte. <laughs> Charlotte. Okay. What about, I'm going to give you tag teams. The Usos, Sami Zayn, or Kevin Owens? Um... The Usos. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Roman Reigns or Seth Rollins? Uh, uh, Seth Rollins. Okay. Randy Orton or Batista? Randy. Oh, that, that one was easy. You seem confident <laughs> in that one. You must, you must <laughs> like Randy Orton. I do. Okay. He's so good. The Viper. Okay. <laughs> That was it. All right. So no, I I was trying to get a sense of like, you know, who you liked, who you didn't like. And I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm fascinated about that kind of stuff. So I think most of the people that you said, I probably would agree with. So <laughs> there you go. But, um, well, I think, um, that's gonna, I think we're going to probably wrap it up. I think what, um, you said today was very enlightening. It was very, um 
your enthusiasm for wrestling is actually really good. And I want to make that apparent for everybody that's listening to this show and this podcast that Brittany Brooks is going to be the future of professional wrestling. Let's, let's, let's put that down there. Now, one more thing before we go, I got to ask you this. Now you said this before too, when people watch or when people don't watch a Brittany Brooks match, they're missing something. So when we are watching a Brittany Brooks match, who are we watching? Can you answer that? I think <laughs> this is so hard because, like, like I said, I'm still developing my person, but, like, also I'm still developing Brittany Brooks. But, like, I think you're just watching somebody, like you said, just so hungry and so happy to be here. Like, you're just – you're missing out because, it's like, you're watching somebody who just genuinely has a passion and is genuinely always getting better and always trying to get better. And just, like, uh, it was so cute because, like, um, this past weekend I was at VWE, which is in California, Venue Wrestling, and there was so many little girls at the show. And, like, they all came up to me, and I, like, whenever I come out to the ring, I have, like, a Britney Bricks bracelet that I, like, hand out to somebody. And um, this little girl, when I gave her the bracelet, she was so happy it made my day and then when I was leaving there was another little girl who like ran after me because we had to get out because we had to drive back to Arizona but like um this little girl ran to me and she's like can I please get a picture and we were like standing all by the cars my hands are full and everything and I took a picture and I was just like this is why I do it like the little girls mean so much to me and because that's how the belt like the bell twins are always my biggest inspiration like that's how they made me feel like if I saw them at a show I would definitely chase them down and be like can we please get a picture like I remember like nearly crying when I met them like and I the fact that I can like come out on like an independent wrestler level and make little girls feel that way just means the world to me because it's like I feel like I'm not even that cool but like whenever they like come up to me I'm like oh my god like how am I doing this like this is so and that's what you're like seeing in the ring is someone who just genuinely cares about like everything and everybody and just the sport and making it better and becoming a star I think that's a perfect answer too because you're influencing the next generation like how you looked up to you know the Bellas and you looked up to John Cena and now these little girls that are coming to these shows they're going to look up to Brittany Brooks and then when they grow up, if they become wrestlers, it's going to continue on. And I think that's really important. It's it's how you impact others and how you influence others in, in wrestling or whatever you do. It could be any job. But when it comes to wrestling, they have a, um, a role model that they can look up to. And it's important to accept, uh, set that example. And what you're doing is is ideal. It's the perfect situation. And I think the sky's the limit for you. And it's only going to get better. And I think uh, one day we're going to look back at this interview or the other interviews that you did. And it was just like, that was the beginnings of the legend. That was Brittany Brooks. And it's only going to grow from here on out. And I think you have a, a bright future. Um, like I said before, you, you have the good mindset mentality. And it's, uh, it's really refreshing to see because there is a youth movement. And you are, don't exclude yourself. You are a part of this youth movement. You are with the Nick Waynes and the, and the Billy Starks, you are a part of them. It's just, it, it's only going to grow from here. And, and uh, I just wanted to tell you that everybody that watched your matches, I've seen some of your matches and you have, you're on the right track and it's a good thing to see. So 
There you Thank go. you so much. I really appreciate it. So one more thing before we go, what, where can people find you? Facebook, your Instagram, your Twitter. And oh, by the way, I want a um, Brittany Brooks hoodie. Can, yes. Okay. I want a hoodie because I, I love hoodies. I need to get me a Brittany Brooks hoodie. Yes. Okay. So my Instagram is the Brittany Brooks. I spell Brittany B-R-I-T-T-N-I-E. Um, so the Brittany Brooks, that's where I'm most active. And then my Facebook is Brittany Brooks. My Twitter is at Brittany Brooks. And then for hoodies, shirts, crewnecks, you can order them online. Um, you could always come to my shows too, but I don't have hoodies in person. Um, those are all online, but I sell my shirts in person as well as eight by 10 stickers, glasses, all the things, bracelets, um, you can buy those at my shows, but online I have what's called a store frontier. So through the website store frontier, you're able to order. It does take a minute to get shipping. Like I ordered a hoodie. I ordered both my own hoodies from there and it's taken a bit of time. So don't get discouraged because my friend also ordered it. It's just like, I just got an email that it shipped and it, I don't really have control over that. It's kind of like all the website so, but you could buy your stuff on there and it is definitely, definitely worth it. I'm so excited to get my hoodies in, but now it's getting really hot in Arizona. So I'm like, shoot, I should like bust out some tank tops or like crop tops or something. That would be fun. Uh, yeah, I definitely want one. And then uh, what does your hoodie say again? What, what did it say? Wrestling what? The wrestling over everything wrestling they over are, everything okay yes they're an incredible company you could check them out i am a sponsored athlete by them so if you use my code Brittany brooks 10 um you'll get a discount on their website and they have hoodies and tank tops and shirts it's a really good message like when i first saw them i was like this is so cool and i bought my own stuff and then i was like hey like and then they saw that i posted and they're like hey like do you want a promo code like we can start we could, we could send you some stuff. And like ever since they've just been incredible. Um, Chuck is the owner. He literally got my logo tattooed on his ankle. And I was like, you're crazy. He's like, I just, I love the logo. And yeah. I was like, no way. <laughs> that, that's, that's something. I, I don't have any tattoos. I don't know if I would get any tattoos of anybody or any kind of logo. I just, I, I, I mean, you could probably see behind me about Batman and stuff like that, but I wouldn't get a Batman tattoo. I just, I just not into that, but that that's good for him. Congratulations. I know. I was like, dang, that is so wild to me. I was like, I wouldn't even get my own logo tattooed on me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I, I appreciate your time. Like I said before, um, I know you have an extremely busy schedule, so I'm going to let you go. Thank you for coming on our show. I appreciate your time and I can't wait to see what you're going to do in the future. You have uh, unlimited potential. I know you're going to be a big star one day. I go to AEW shows. I go to WWE shows and I, I'm pretty certain I'm going to guarantee it right now. You will be at booked, maybe even signed within the next couple of years. I guarantee it because you are tremendous in the ring and you have a bright future. So thank you very much. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you for all the kind words. All right. No problem. Thank you very much. I am Neil Thomas. This is the Marking Out Network. This is Brittany Brooks. She is amazing. I am out. We are out. Bye-bye.